Hi friends, I'm Caitlin Lindman, joined by my co-host. I'm Rachel Gillespie, and we're so excited that you're here. Because God has welcomed us into his family, we get to welcome others in too. We're passionate about celebration, creativity, and unsolicited hot takes. Welcome home and welcome in. Hey friends, welcome to another episode. Do you want me to kick it off? You should kick it off. I think we should keep this. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Welcome In Podcast. We are so glad you're here and thanks for coming back for episode number two. Rach, how you doing? I am doing well. We are on take 24 of getting this launched. Just this episode specifically. So thank you all for coming and let's talk about some stuff. Yeah, so we're going to start with our opening (laughs) segment, recurring theme for every Mm. podcast, Um, favorite thing of the week. So, Rach, what has been something that you've been loving, you found inspiring, or something that is bringing you joy over this past week? Excellent. Thank you so much for asking. I have a easy, like, chill answer, and then I have, like, a deeper answer. So I think I'll start with the chill answer first, and I would have to say that um, Kane's sauce from the restaurant Kane's Chicken has been giving me lots mm-hmm. of life and joy um, during this October. So basically, for those that don't have Kane's, it is the best. You have chicken tenders, you have Texas toast, and you have fries. And then there's this magical Kane sauce that's kind of like Thousand Island, but way better. And it comes in this little to-go container. I don't know why I'm oh. motioning. I'm I'm on FaceTime with Caitlin showing her the container. The but, size of the sauce. But the size, uh, but you got, okay. Anyway, I just imagine with me. Okay, so Canes, guilty pleasure or my not guilty pleasure. All I want to do is eat Canes every day. Great. Can okay. I ask a, a real quick question about yes, that? How many times this week have you eaten Canes? Mm-hmm. Only twice, actually. Okay. Yeah, That's yesterday I went with my roommates and then on Saturday I went, so like I went six days apart, basically. Anyway, okay. Canes, That's if you respectful. don't have it, you need it. It's so yummy. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, on a deeper note, favorite thing of the week. So, hard turn. My Bible study has been studying the book of Ephesians, and Ephesians 1, um, we are just, like, slowly plotting through it because it could honestly take, like, you could spend a year just in the book of Ephesians. And so, uh, just the idea that we have been adopted and predestined into God's family before the foundation of the world. God thought of us. And when God thinks of us now, when the father thinks about Jesus, he thinks about us because we are in Christ. So if you need some reading or listening, um, Ephesians has been really encouraging, particularly the the first chapter. So yeah. What about you, Kate? What, what have you been loving this week? So funny that you talked about sauce. I'm oh. also going to talk about sauce. Trader yes, Joe's has sink. this dip. I don't really know how to say it. It's called, uh, I think, Zhao. It's Z-H-O-U-G. That sounds right. Where is it from? Trader Joe's. Yemen, I believe. It's like Yemen-inspired. Yeah, it is from Trader Joe's. But it's (laughs) like like earthy and spicy. And it's it's so good. You mix it with hummus, carrots. Mm -hmm. And I've been eating that basically all week. Wow. But uh, I liked your idea about... Wait, hold yes. one quick question before we progress into uh-huh. deeper things. How did you stumble Great. upon this? Did you just say, oh, yum, this looks good. Trader Joe's is the land of opportunity. I'll just get this. Or did someone recommend it to you? Or third and most correct answer, did an influencer suggest it to you on the internet? You know, shockingly, it was not an influencer. Dang it. 
and it was not me just perusing the aisles of Trader Joe's. So I wish okay. I would have discovered it on my own. Um, my friend Haley, actually, she had it at her hey. house and it was amazing. And uh, yeah, then I need Haley. it. So Haley, love you. Thank you Woo. for the dip recommendations. So good. <laughs> dip has so many connotations um, and we're going to keep moving. Okay. Deeper, deeper, um, deeper. If you wanted to go deeper, you can, but you don't have to. For deeper, I would say, hmm. I could go a couple of different ways, but I think I'm going to jump on the book train. Okay. Anything by Jenny Allen. Mm. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but it is such a good book. I really appreciate her content and yeah. just her wisdom. Mm-hmm. And that book is uh, really, really good. My sister-in-law gave it to me. So shout mm-hmm. out to Peyton. You're Peyton, great. And I appreciate you. you sending me things. So good. Yeah. And can we link that? We'll link that in the show notes, the title of yeah. the book and all those things. Jenny Allen's a phenomenal She's author. so good. I love that you love to say, and we're going to link that. I think that's just like the superpower just, that you want to have. <laughs> I want, you just watch it all unfold. I just want like, yeah, we'll link that in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. Like we'll link that in the show notes. That'll be in the show notes. Go ahead and look at the show notes. Also, sorry about last week's show notes because um, we're working on them. There's no hyperlink in any of them. We tried. They're hyperlinked in our Google Doc, but they're not hyperlinked to your phone screens so So if you all just leave a review and give us your gmail we too can share the google doc with you (laughs) (laughs) please do not give us all your emails (laughs) comment below like subscribe subscribe. via review oh my gosh wait (laughs) yes that would be so good and then we could send out a weekly show notes newsletter people would hate us okay oh my gosh (laughs) wait this might be a good idea or we're not doing a newsletter it's either gonna be a newsletter could be amazing like welcome into each or month. hilarious. Like, welcome into October. Welcome into November. And we could list all of our favorite things, and we could have like holiday specials and stuff. You know, who it wants a newsletter? <laughs> me. It doesn't suck. The idea doesn't suck. No, we'll table it. We'll we'll put it on the Google Doc. <laughs> I feel like every podcast is really just an avenue for us to think more about things that we could do in the future. It's a brainstorming Amen. session that is Absolutely. live with others. Amen. Okay, speaking Love of the future, before we dive into the rest of our episode today, uh-huh. um, things are happening in your future. Could you please tell us, oh. are you allowed to tell us about some new yeah. job things slash cross-country yeah. endeavors? Because I think that our people want to hear about that. Want to know? Oh, well, thank you for asking. Uh, yeah, I got a new job. I officially put it on LinkedIn. So very official. I started last Friday which is October 1st, which is so fun. Um, So when we launched our first podcast, I also started a new job, but it's so fun. It's in marketing. I don't think, I don't know how many details I can get into about it. That's great. Woo! And you're going to be closer to some of your people is what the rumor Uh has, has it. Rumor has it. The rumor has told me. Yeah. That's not how that phrase goes. It's official. (laughs) I'm moving to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, oh. Where Grand Rapids people at. My family. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Nicole and um emily denzer and carolyn Mm -hmm. and zach ford and your siblings (gasps) yep brandon taylor very close john and pate not too far away we love it so So many people i'm excited yay i'm happy for you buddy that's so good thanks thanks appreciate it so should we jump into the actual content of our podcast sure that sounds good we're communicating with our eyes and our mouths and which is so fun we're doing so great yeah take it away kate all right rach well it is officially birthday month Mm -hmm. so shout out to rachel and all of our october birthday queens 
happy birthday. We love you all. But officially, what makes this time so special for you? Because you are the person that's like, it is birthday month. It's not birthday day uh-huh. of uh-huh. birth. But yes. uh, it's not even a week for you. It's a month. It's Talk to me. Oh, yes. Well, the best thing about being born on the 28th at the end of the month is that I truly get to celebrate for all of the days leading up to it. Versus for you, you either have to choose January as your birthday month or you have to like retroactively celebrate February as your birthday month, which no problem, but it's a little bit more built in for me. Yeah, I think uh, I touched on this a little bit last episode, just how much we both love celebrating and how using birthdays as a channel for that is something that's so simple as people are made in the image of God. Uh, But I would say Mm -hmm. particularly I think this time of year has a lot of like just importance in my life. I think because it's one of my favorite months, so beautiful in Michigan during this time of year. Um, I have Mm -hmm. a lot of like family memories associated to this time. And there are these beautiful trees that start to turn like bright fire orange and red and yellow. And there's just like this beautiful ombre. And my favorite thing is like orange trees against a blue sky. Um, Kind of Mm -hmm. like our picture that we used for our release of our first episode. And I know that seems like so simple and like maybe even cliche, but yeah, just thinking about my street back home in East Lansing, Michigan Mm -hmm. and going on walks when like the air is, is crisp and chilly and, um, going to Clearview Orchard and picking so many apples so that we could have them on hand for Mm -hmm. student things or just have them at our house. (laughs) All the things. Uh, so I don't know. There's just like this nostalgia I guess like I, I'm a very sentimental person and I think a lot mm-hmm. about the past I, I think a lot about the past and the future which is a weird combo but yeah it just makes my heart happy thinking about Costco pumpkin pie and uh, my family and MSU football on Saturdays and um, so just like at the surface um, it's just like a really happy time of year but I love yeah that, that kind but of fall is a special time it is God for fall. and it's kind of like I almost feel like it's a breath of fresh air before like once Halloween hits it's like okay Halloween and then November 1st is like crazy town like Starbucks mm-hmm. red cups and then we're approaching on Thanksgiving and Black Friday is bananas and then every weekend there's a Christmas party or a thing happening and then it's Christmas and then it's New Year's and then it's January mm-hmm. and we're doing it all over again and somehow it's 2022 and so I don't know. I want to be more intentional about like my rest and rhythms before heading into an inevitably really full couple of months. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that's, that is something that's special for me in this time. But yeah, what about you? What has that looked like for you in the past? Yeah. I mean, I love fall and I think you kind of said it well, like the fall is almost like a break, like the mini new years, you know, it's a breath of fresh air Mm -hmm. after the Mm -hmm. summer. Cause I feel like summer a lot of times is it's supposed to be relaxing, but often it's really busy. Like you have mm-hmm. vacations or you're just like out of rhythm, especially like as a kid, like you get a break from all your school, but you're also like not doing anything with the schedule. So it just feels kind of strange. Mm-hmm. And then like the start of a school year or the fall, it gets cold, at least in the Midwest, it gets cold. And mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. like a collective like sigh of, okay, we're getting into a new rhythm. We're starting a new yeah. thing. It gets cold. You get cozy. You watch mm-hmm. football there's a lot of nostalgia there but Mm -hmm. there's also just like this beautiful simplicity to it before you head into the holidays Mm -hmm. and then you kind of start the year over so yeah yeah, that's good I don't know I just like the fall yeah no I so agree okay so here's my thought is like why do Mm -hmm. we wait for 
a like season in the calendar in order to like set a tone for how we live our lives like what would it look Mm. like if we like didn't let the I don't know annual calendar like dictate our life it's almost like the holidays and deadlines and work and family and travel and all that it's almost like that runs us instead of us running Mm. our lives because we're all given 365 days in a year 52 weeks 24 hours in a day like we all have the same amount of time but Mm -hmm. it seems so much more scarce and like frazzled like November 1st to like January 1st and I just wonder what it would be like to not be steamrolled by busy seasons (laughs) yeah I think part of that is like the intentionality of planning your calendar and planning like what do you want out of like each season or what do you want out of the full year and you know praying about that thinking about that but as you've been talking with a friend recently like we don't even plan our futures really like we don't think about where we want to be at 50 or 65 some people do and like you think about your retirement, like investment accounts and stuff, but very rarely do people think about, yeah, not everyone. Um, (laughs) But also like, I think we think about like practicalities of the future, but we don't think about like, you know, how do I want my life to feel? Like Mm -hmm. what kind of time do Mm -hmm. I want to have to spend with people? What do I want like my ministry to look like? What Mm -hmm. do I Mm -hmm. want my family life to look like? And even, like, setting, like, big life goals. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong in that. Like, obviously, they can change. And certainly, like, you should pray about them and not just, like, willy-nilly be like, I want to do X, Y, and Z. But Totally. And I think in the calendar year, I'm really bad about it, too, is, like, I'll set, like, you know, we have our New Year's resolutions or whatever. But Mm. not really intentionally thinking about how do I want to spend X amount of time. Like, what do I want my Mm -hmm. rhythms to look like when it comes to, like, can I spend time with friends? Can I Mm -hmm. plan a big party? Can I, like payoff alone or something I don't know those are all practical things but yeah yeah I I don't think there's at least for me there's not a lot of intentionality often put into Mm. my calendar scheduling and so therefore it does feel like my calendar runs me versus me running my calendar because I haven't like thought about where I Mm -hmm. want to put those blocks in my calendar and then I'm like exhausted and so we just kind of rest when we can instead of planning a rest totally and we're like what do you think like yeah that's so good thanks for sharing that like the idea of we are you know working just so that we can like finally like crash into like some sort of like downtime mm-hmm. versus like downtime being um and like uh yeah and like just pausing um and being present like that being like kind of like a steady like layer of foundation that sort of like mm-hmm. sets the tempo of our life and of our week um, and that we, yeah, work from rest and not just like striving, striving, striving. Um, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's really good. Something that you and I have talked about a couple of times before on the phone um, is just the idea of like we are working really hard so that we have money and money so that mm-hmm. we can have the life that we want, so that we can pay bills, so that we can someday buy a house or put a down payment on some big investment or pay for kids college or you know afford family Mm -hmm. vacations like so much of our life is not just about um like the joy of of working or the joy of each day but it's like when you actually think about like what's your end goal 
I think it's so fascinating that like it kind of boils down to like, well, I want to have a cushy life and I want to retire early and have enough money to live off of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe I'll golf or play tennis or volunteer, all, all good things. There's no shame in that. But I wonder if like the life that we always have wanted, the thing that we've always been searching for, like, I wonder if that's the life that we have right now. Like if that's what we were searching mm-hmm. for all along. Um, I yeah. don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I think that's good. I think a lot about like, we're not guaranteed tomorrow, right? Like we are here for a finite amount of time and that could be Mm -hmm. 20 years, 40 years, 80 Uh years, like whatever it may be. And if we're constantly striving for this future that may or may not come, we'll miss out on the beauty of the, of the right now. Mm -hmm. And our purpose was never meant to be, I I don't think anyway, our purpose was never meant to be like what we're going to be in our future self. Mm -hmm. And I, I think we a lot of times miss out on the purpose that we have right now in the mm-hmm. moment and I don't even know where I'm going with this it's but okay. mm-hmm. but I also think like we should be intentionally seeking what God has for us in each moment mm-hmm. not trying to just orchestrate this whole like let's see how much money we can get and then die <laughs> that just right. seems like right. pointless and worthless Right. Yeah, totally. Because I think like we're hustling for like this type of quality of life that we might just have like right underneath our nose. Like it might be the Mm -hmm. thing that we have right now, like a place that we love to live, um, the ability to have weekends or sometime in the week off to rest and play, um, the Mm -hmm. ability to travel and take vacation time and to some degree uh, to be with our people while we are like young-ish and able-bodied. Mm -hmm. and healthy and um, mentally present like those are things that uh, those are things in life that I've always wanted and and I have them right now Mm -hmm. and so being able to stop and realize like what if like the hours in the week and the paycheck like wasn't just so that I can have enough money in my bank account so that I feel secure and I don't feel like there's any possibility for scarcity and then I can just buy all Mm -hmm. the stuff that I want but like what if like I have all the things that I wanted and like God has answered so many prayers like yeah um, we're we're uh you know the place that we are now is something that we prayed for um last week last year you know five years ago and um, Mm -hmm. yeah like what if what if our what if our job and in the messy rhythm the ordinary what if that was the thing like not just the mm-hmm. thing to get through so that we could have more stuff that's comfy, but like what if yeah. the thing God had for us was actually right now? Yeah. Yeah. I read a quote somewhere. I don't remember who said it or whatnot, but it was, they said the moment you're living right now or the life you're living right now is the answer to at least one prayer in yeah. the past. Totally. And that could be, you know, generational prayers. Yeah. That could be your grandparents and your parents. That could be like a yeah. personal prayer that you've had, but every mm. single day is an answer to someone's prayer. Mm. Yeah. It's so good. Life is crazy. Speaking about intentionality and planning mm. the calendar instead of planning it, it planning us. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about how like celebration and intentionality and celebration falls into mm. that. Cause we talked about, you know, thinking about the present right now and how that's an answer to prayer. What does celebration and the, like, why is celebration or the act of celebration so important to mm. you specifically? Mm. And how do you live that out like daily? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so good. I think, at the most simple level, celebration is, you know, walking into a room and instead of thinking like, here I am, uh, walking into a room and saying, there you are. 
and mm. the idea that that's not my those are not my words I cannot remember this the place I heard that phrasing um, but it I think that's just like part of what it means to be like Jesus whether you use the word celebration or intentionality or care or empathy or joy or any of the fruits of the spirit I think there's just like this deep grounded presence that like there mm. may be 17 things coming but when I am with you when I am with someone there is nowhere else I'd rather be in the world and even if there was somewhere that I'd rather be the way that I interact with you says not here I am but oh there you are and mm. I think that that can be anywhere at any time whether someone knows and cares about Jesus or doesn't whether you are um, on a phone call and you actually can't even make eye contact though I think eye contact is so powerful um, mm-hmm. there's just the opportunity to to show people that you're not in a hurry to be done with them um, mm, yeah what about you good. well one I just want to say I was actually describing you to a friend last night and I was trying to think of how to describe you because she was like, she listened to our podcast and she's like, oh, I just love Rachel. Like, I'd love to meet her. And I even said, I was like, Rachel's one of those people that like when you sit in a room with her, like you really do feel like you're the only person in the room. Like, I think Mm. you just, you're really good about listening and truly listening. And like, there may be like a hundred plans that people offer you, but you're always going to like, whatever you commit to, you show up for and you like really show up. You bring yourself Mm. to that even on days when you're tired or you're not like a hundred percent outgoing crazy Rachel. Yeah. But yeah. that's yeah. good. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah. I, I, uh, I hope that, that I can be that. And, and I think it's a joy. And I think that you, yeah, you bring that similarly to the table. Um, and that's what makes this so fun is we are, we are wired to care about a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Okay. So tell me a little bit and tell our listeners. So this podcast has officially been relaunched by us Mm -hmm. as the welcome in but you had a dream (laughs) over a year ago uh, to launch the welcome in podcast in its first iteration um how Mm -hmm. has that um how did that dream begin and what does it look like for your life to be one that is marked by by welcoming and by hospitality and how are those things those things more than just like buzzwords or instagram captions or cliches like if the internet didn't exist, like why do those things mm-hmm. matter to you? And, and how did that lead to the Welcome In podcast at first? So I think when I first thought about this, I'd always kind of had a dream of doing a podcast, but mm-hmm. I was in a really like lonely season. Like I lived by myself. We had a pandemic. It was just mm-hmm. kind of one of those moments where I was like, I feel really alone and unseen in this moment. Mm-hmm. And some of that was just like, you know, me personally struggling with things. But also I think there's a lot of people that can resonate with that same Hmm. sentiment that same idea like often people feel they're loneliest in a crowded room like right if no one knows you and really knows you or like wants to know you Hmm. I think even these days it it can be rare sometimes to find someone who wants to actually sit there and listen like I Mm -hmm. see that at coffee shops or just around like you know you're always like oh hi hi how's it going and you don't really care how it actually is going it's just something you say formality yeah and so yeah the idea was I want to be the person that like says welcome and like truly invites you to come into my life and into the space. And even as like a younger girl, like I thought about owning a coffee shop and I always wanted someone to be able to sit there and just feel like they can be their whole self, whatever that looks like. If Mm -hmm. they want to be quiet and by themselves, if they want to be talking to the barista, if they want to be reading a book or studying with friends, like 
whatever that looks like, I want you to feel like you have the space, at least in my presence, mm-hmm. to do that. Um, and we were really blessed in college to go to a few different people's houses. Mm-hmm. I think of Mary a lot, where she just let us come to her house and like yeah. bake cookies or you know whatever it looked like. She just let us come and be um, apart from our college and apart from our dorm room and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people can resonate, like I said, with that whole idea Mm -hmm. of just you want a place to let your guard down. And a lot of times I think of home when I think of that word or Mm -hmm. I think of my favorite coffee shop or a bookstore that just like I love Barnes and Noble. But like just those places that really make you nostalgic, but also make you feel like, oh, this is a space for Mm -hmm. me. And so that was the idea of the Welcome In podcast. That's so good. But yeah, yeah, but you jumped on the bandwagon. So Yay! what does the Welcome In podcast <laughs> mean to you? <laughs> yeah, so that that was a that was such a cool thing to see you put a dream into action and have some of those first few episodes come out, and then through you know just taking a break and the craziness of life and job stuff, then you and I have talked about this for as long as we can remember, and mm-hmm. thought, okay, why why not take this. Um, you know, this skeleton, this infrastructure that's already super good, and let's just keep running with it. Let's just do a little re- mm-hmm. rebrand, um, not necessarily in content or purpose, but just in terms of putting it out there to our people and um, me yeah. sharing to, to, you know, my friends that we don't have in common yet. Um, it's just mm-hmm. been, it's been so cool. Thank you for just the way that you have yeah. um, used your your space and your creativity to help me do something that I've always dreamed of. And, um, yeah, you're a really generous person and, uh, yeah, you don't think twice about giving of yourself. Um, so I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of talking about the idea of like hospitality and welcoming people in something that myself and some of my friends have been talking about recently is like, what does that look like when it comes at a little bit of a cost? to you or Mm. to me like when it feels like our tank is empty but there are still people to love or there are still yeah needs that need to be met and 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 there's this like there's this fine line that I see of like on one end it's like stinginess and like self-preservation and like putting up walls and like trying not Mm. to be depleted of our money our time our home our resources our things our calendar and then I see kind of another unhealthy swing on the other side of the pendulum where there is like over commitment and burnout and exhaustion and like a savior complex of like I'll just mm-hmm. like I'll actually be the 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 rescuer here like forget God like yeah. I've got it under control mm-hmm. and I think we feel good when people meet us at least I do yeah um and so like what does it look like when we're tempted to keep people in a state of need under our care so that mm. we get the satisfaction of helping them how do we find the middle ground between total like self-protection and self-preservation and then like not having any boundaries Mm -hmm. at all but then also like not even just that like sometimes sorry let me make this even more layered sometimes like (laughs) I love it we do have to sacrifice and like we actually like we are being called like through listening to the spirit we realize that we are being called to do something that's uncomfortable and it doesn't look like worldly self-care it doesn't look like worldly self-love it doesn't look like worldly boundaries it's actually Mm -hmm. like I'm giving up something that I like normally would have the right to keep because Mm -hmm. there is someone in front of me made in the image of God that needs help so I don't know that's a lot what what are your thoughts I think that's a really complex question and yeah I would love I think we could just like talk about that for a long time maybe we will we have space (laughs) 
But I think like you said it well, there is there's a fine line between saying yes to good things. Like I think it was Lisa Turkhurst who said um, the best yes. Like she wrote a book about that, yes, which I don't she did. think I've read yet. But, but anyway, we will. Um, Maybe we'll do a book club. Who wants to do a book we club? Should. Okay, sorry. Yeah, but I just I keep thinking about that and like there are good things to say yes to. Like you can say yes to anything you want, but there are like positive ones and then there's other things where it's mm-hmm. like you said the savior complex of like we don't need to say yes to everything. It's not our role and it's not our responsibility and there's some wisdom in saying no yeah. because we just can't do it all. Yeah. And you can't show up as your best self if you're exhausted and burnt out and mm-hmm. resentful. Mm-hmm. It's just not possible. But I also think that like any relationship is going to cause you to sacrifice. Like it doesn't matter what that relationship is, whether it's like a friendship, a sibling relationship, a romantic relationship, like everything is going to cost something because people cost something. And I think like, and it's hard, like that's what Jesus came for, right? Like he came and gave completely of himself and like, Mm -hmm. we are not Jesus and save people like he did, but like his whole life was a sacrifice. He could have just stayed where he was. Mm. <laughs> it would have been so much easier and so much less painful. Mm. Yet he still came. And especially as Christians, like we are called to sacrificial loving. And sometimes mm. that looks like we have to be uncomfortable. And sometimes that looks like we have to put what we think the best plans are or the most yeah. fun plans. Like we put those on the back burner because there's someone else who needs our time, who needs the space, mm. who we need to love on. And it's yeah. also like a privilege. It's a, it's a privilege to get to sacrifice in those yeah. ways to yeah. be a friend. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't think I always think about that enough, but like having friends is like such a gift and such a privilege mm. because people don't need to like you. People don't have to like you. People don't have to want to spend time with you yeah. yet. People do. And mm-hmm. yeah, like what, just like a, it, that's just a gift. And being able to love people and show up for them in both grief and celebration is just like such an honor. Mm, I don't know. That's kind of my thought there is like, yeah, sometimes it costs something, but like, wow. If that, if all I have to give up is my time and sometimes it's more than time, but like, that's so easy. It's so good. Yeah. And, And like what a gift it is, like just such a gift of God's grace that like we get to see the ripple effect of those mm. investments and of those sacrifices because sometimes we don't and that doesn't yeah. feel great when it's like man I trusted the Lord to show up to this thing or to this person and I feel like I left kind of exhausted maybe a little manipulated and they're gone you know and sometimes that mm-hmm. happens and we trust that the Lord like is in control of everything he's in charge of us mm-hmm. and our lives and um, he does not waste pain or sacrifice. Uh, but then, like, more often than not, at least for my life, it is such a joy. Like, we get to see all of that fun. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just, like, depth and connection and seeing then people want to be like that in other people's lives. Celebration is contagious, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, yeah, uh, it's yeah, it, it spreads in the best, like, most beautiful way, I think. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm. Yeah, this is good stuff. I like all of these topics. <laughs> that's good, because <laughs> that's what we're chatting about. We'll just keep going. So <laughs> I, I have a really, really, really weird random question. That's okay, great, go for it. Okay, so quick question for you and for our listeners. Uh huh. Are pop tarts ravioli? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know what you're gonna ask. <laughs> that was a real sharp turn. It like was we really sharp, 
We can I think we that. didn't even just move interstates. We just uh, <laughs> are in the dirt. Like we were on an interstate and now we're yeah, in a cornfield. Well, and I have another question that relates to something that's like medium deep, but the Pop-Tart ravioli question was just really pressing and I think I needed to answer it. Um, I feel like that is like, is a hot dog a sandwich kind of question? Thank you. I yes. don't know the answer and I'm not here to offend people by stating right, my opinion. Right, like a cereal um, soup. Like a cereal soup. I don't know, but part you know, of our we have unsolicited hot takes, so you got to push your stake in the ground. Now is the time. No wishy washy. Okay, you I'm gonna have to have a hot take on this. Okay, what is the definition of a ravioli? Like, is a ravioli yeah. the? I don't know. Is that the official thing for like a pocket of meat or you know a pocket of something? Because what about pierogies? You know. Right. Right. Like the idea that there is like some kind of exterior carb. Usually yeah, pasta? so like, is it a dumpling? Could you say, is a Pop-Tart a dumpling? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm just trying to figure out, like, you know, what is the root Dumplings of... Dumplings are round or Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, what's the root of, like, a carb around a filling, you know? Like, yeah, what like, are what we... Yeah, a lettuce wrap? Is that just a pastry? That's not a carb around a filling. Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay, that's close yeah. to sandwich land. I think... So, you know, Pop-Tart... I don't know. It's, it's encasing something luscious in the middle. Dad, that one was mm-hmm. for you luscious um <laughs> is that his loves, favorite word yeah philly g loves the word shout luscious. out to philly g <laughs> hey dad hey mom hey nate hey nicole hey jack okay i'm gonna just i could there's so many Gillespie's. <laughs> i'm gonna stop right there rachel shut down her fan club um yeah i think that what we should do is we should survey our listeners the listeners perhaps an instagram poll or you know, you can write to us by mail and uh, respond to the paper newsletter. I don't newsletter. think we have a mailbox. Just kidding. We don't have a mailbox. And Caitlin's <laughs> moving. And also our newsletter, if we do it, which I still think is a great idea, it's going to be via email. So don't get your hopes up. Okay. Any... We could do it. Any... I'm going to say a Pop-Tart is a Pop-Tart. It is not a ravioli. Okay. I think you're wrong, but I respect it. That's I fine. think that a Pop-Tart is a ravioli because they're both rectangle. They're both delicious and they both have filling. Okay. So is a pizza roll a ravioli? <laughs> yeah. Pizza rolls even Everything is ravioli. ravioli. Also, I like ravioli, especially from Trader Joe's. But um, a hot take there. I really don't enjoy Italian. Okay, do you I hate know. me and my whole lineage? <laughs> do you hate no. I just, I don't know why, like, you can ask my parents, I've never been one to really like spaghetti, and, like, I, maybe it's just a red sauce okay. thing, like, I'll eat it if it's given to me, it's just, like, but like who's I don't go out of my way to, to make it. You're either making your food, it's at your family's house, or you're at a restaurant, so, like, you don't really have to be given red at sauce. At dinner? Yeah, if I go to someone's, like, house for dinner or something, uh... and they're just making something. Yeah, okay. yeah, you know, if you just show up, yeah. I don't want to be like, hi, ew. So I'll right. eat it. Right. But it's just not something that, like, I personally will go out of my way to really make. <laughs> I hear that. Okay. I have another question that I think is so oh, funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Which of these oh, dear. personified seven deadly sins? So th- the seven deadly sins oh, are my personified. Gosh. So they're, like, people, right? Which one would you like to have least as a roommate? I will read you the options. Which of the seven deadly sins as people would you least like to have as a roommate? Okay, go for it. Okay. Read me the sins. We have pride. We have envy. We have wrath. 
Oh my, Wrath just like smashing walls. Okay. These are all sounding like great roommate <laughs> options. Sloth. I can Not bad, sloth you just sleep all day. Okay, greed. Are they going to take your stuff or your food? I don't Probably. like when people take my food. Sometimes but then Pride would step in and be like, it wasn't me. Oh, yeah, and Envy's like, get out of here. They're just mad at you the whole have. time. Sloth, are they yeah. just like, they can't make a freaking decision. They're just asleep. Okay, yeah. greed, gluttony, that could get dicey, and lust also could get dicey. Okay, so of the seven, is that seven? Pride, envy, wrath, sloth, greed, gluttony, and lust. We've already decided that like sloth is like, that's like a fine option for a roommate. Like not ideal, but it's not going to like. We'll do nothing. Cost you. But it's fine. Yeah, okay. So which one would you really not like to have as a roommate and why? Oh, man. Um, hmm. I'm going to say either pride mm. or envy yeah both of those are really annoying um, and i hate them because sometimes i have those things yeah i was just about to say that like i think i would hate them the most <laughs> because i would see those traits in myself the most and then we'd really <laughs> really not get along <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah. maybe none of them but uh such so as the human condition so the worst would be pride and envy yeah 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 that's fair okay mm-hmm. for me i think i would say Ooh, I think I think Wrath could get dicey really fast because oh, yeah. I'm just going to assume that that Wrath is taken out on, like, physical objects. But, like, I don't need someone's fist going into my wall, okay? Like, does the landlord... I like, are wasn't they gonna, going there. Are they going to, like, pay to fix that? Or, like, am I fixing it? Or, like, what happens if they're <laughs> You angry? will never get your security deposit back. <laughs> right. And, like, I have a scarcity complex sometimes with money, so that leads me to my second greed i think um greed might just be a little bit of a bulldozer i'm kind of imagining these mm-hmm. um characters like inside out characters you know we have joy we have sadness mm-hmm. we have fear we have envy no we have disgust and we have anger yeah uh-huh. so i'm kind of imagining greed is like a little bit of the envy but just like literally doesn't think about anyone else and just like takes whatever mm-hmm. they want and like doesn't have a lot of self-awareness because what they want like for instant gratification is more important than people around them mm-hmm. which would make them a challenge in my personal opinion thank you for coming yeah. to the segment called which of the seven deadly sins would you not want to live with thank you <laughs> you know it'd be interesting though <laughs> i don't know who wrote new girl but if they made oh. this into like a show you know what i'm saying oh at first gosh. i was like it sounds like a Bible man kind of spinoff of like, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Superman or whoever Bible man was supposed to be. But um, oh gosh. Eli yeah. loves Bible man. But like so. new girl, but the seven deadly sins, new girl edition. Okay. Hilarious. So like, would we still have like one like platonic character that interacts with the seven deadly sins or would like one of the characters, like would the main girl be or the main guy be? Be all off? of them. Or envy. Hmm. like no i think it'd be more fun because i don't want to root for anyone in this scenario yes like you know like if there was one person they're automatically the protagonist so i'd rather just have all seven deadly sins living together and then you just kind of watch it implode (gasps) what if it's like the bachelor (laughs) and they pair up that'd be terrible (laughs) no like 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 she has to date all of these men that are all of oh, these gosh. characters. But, like, they obviously, like, no one person has, like, one singular emotion. But yeah, what if each of them were, like, a guy that was, like, 
embodied that particular characteristic and it kind of just like oh, unraveled as the season went but yeah maybe that's the kind it of thing goes sideways so fast it could go sideways super fast um especially pride like and day one and lust and gluttony all of them and greed and really i think sloth, sloth wouldn't the, show up for the day itself sloth is in bed i think sloth might be the only one that makes it out of here but man sloth how, just never showed mm, up so sloth never had amen. a chance sloth lost okay but how unattractive is a not self-motivated person a hundred percent but not how attractive. but how many of us embody like all of those characteristics at one uh, point in time and so really it's just a lesson in morality stop reminding me of these things <laughs> yeah you're you know right. we all like to think we're perfect and we are all far far from nobody's it. perfect i gotta work it again and again till i get it right okay i'm gonna spare you the rest of my concert oh my gosh we have gone on past even the time that we thought we were gonna go past so maybe we'll it's just head towards the end here thanks for playing pop tartar ravioli and seven deadly sin roommate game it's been Amazing. a joy to be with you today <laughs> Oh my gosh. Is that just where we're going to leave it? Um, well, do you have anything else that you want to say to our fans and friends and family? Mostly our family, mostly our friends before we <laughs> sign off on this beautiful fall day? Um, yeah. What are you doing this next week that is going to be fall related? Oh, Go. thank you for asking. So I'm really on the hunt for real apple cider. Like, not like weird mm. apple cider, but like, you Could know, you like make you it? go into Meyer. Uh... Uh, we're just I want to see you like in a wine juice. press, but like, <laughs> like <a> churning, <laughs> making apple churning, <laughs> churning the apples. Oh my gosh. So oh my I'm gosh. on a mission. If anyone in the great state of Texas knows where on earth I can find actual like cold apple cider, like in a gallon, like you would get at the store, like Meyer. That's mm-hmm. just, uh, that's what I want. And then also I'm going to go to Costco to get a pumpkin pie with whipped cream because they arguably, no, oh, cute. non-arguably, what's the word for non-arguably? They just, you can't even argue with it. They have the best pumpkin pie. It's not arguable. I don't know. Yeah, okay. that wasn't really the phrase I was looking for. There anyway, what are you doing this folly? Um, What am I doing this week? You know, that's a great question. I have nothing planned, but we are going to have a Halloween party. So oh. we're going to get ready for that. Oh, yes. And maybe What are you going to be? Like carved pumpkins. <sighs> that's the dilemma. So I thought about doing like a 60s outfit. And then I really considered Tinkerbell. Um. I have huh? not done anything so in the cute. progress of getting a costume. Wait, like Which a little skirt? Is that 60s? No. That was 50s? No, that was 50s. Um, more. So I texted my mom. Oh my <laughs> Poor gosh. Linda. Shout out to my mom. I said, I need an expert opinion. You were born in the 60s. <laughs> and she goes, I was a child. <laughs> she was kind of mad at me for that. Um, there was a lot happening in the 60s. I think that um, we put yeah. man on the moon in the 60s. We did, yeah. So I was thinking, do I dress as, like, a Jackie Kennedy type figure? Oh. Or do I dress as, like, (laughs) Neil Armstrong? (laughs) Or do I dress as, like, you know, a 60s scream, like, dancer girls? So that's really where we're at. Wait, so, like, for for conspiracy theories, like, what do you think about JFK's assassination? We'll talk about that later. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I could deep dive into that. Did you ever go to the Sixth Floor Museum Um, in Dallas? I've stood on the so X. good okay i've been right me there. too i tried to lay down 
when I was in the seventh How grade. Old? Oh my gosh. I was in seventh grade. I was there with my friend. Shout out to Bales. We're just shouting out everyone in this podcast. Yeah, welcome. And I said, we should lay out on the X. And her mom, I think, almost had a heart attack. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like, it's like major traffic. I lived in Dallas before this. Terrible idea. I know. On that note, everybody. Timid old me was just like, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday month to you and yours. Uh, we'll see you again here soon. Thanks for coming to all of our thoughts opinions hot takes celebration we go really deep really fast we go really light really fast strap in for the ride Woo! love you guys have a great week (laughs) bye everybody oh my gosh i'm waving okay bye